Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone gets a foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are talking about the greatest animated show of all time, arguably. Wow, there's a lot of good ones, isn't there? But this is up there. This is the cream of the crop, as Macho Man Randy Savage would say. We are talking about Futurama and what is the best character from said show. That is correct. And here in Group B, folks, we took a list of 16 of the best characters. We sent them to our bracketologists. They kicked it back out to us. We got Group A done, so go check to see who won that. But here in Group B, we have the four seed. Kiff Croker going up against the 13th seed, Richard Nixon. And then we have the five seed Calculon going up against the 12 seed Professor Farmsworth. Cody, you are our leading Futurama expert. So mm-hmm. where, where are we going to start? Let's start with Croker Nixon. We'll start at the top, work our way down, because I feel like the Calculon Farmsworth one's going to be a, a battle of these Okay. Sure, sure. All right, walk us through. Give us a little bit of the backstory on Kiff and Nixon. Kiff, Kiff Croker is Zap Brannigan's assistant, for lack of a better term. He's lieutenant in the United Earth Space Force. He is a creature that is made out of a bunch of fluid-filled sacks and bladders. He has no skeleton. It's important to know. And eventually, he will turn into a swarm of bugs. That is his evolutionary destiny. He Don't is, forget about that. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the little green alien. For anyone who is who kind of knows some knows Futurama knows the characters, he's the uh, the little green alien. Yes, and Richard Nixon is the Richard Nixon from our timeline. He's a head in a jar who becomes the president of Earth again. Yes, yeah, <laughs> dude. I you know what you got is the most accurate thing that I could see happening though is like because at this point now with everything that's happened with like Trump and stuff, people are like. Damn, Nixon really should have fought the charges, Dude, huh? Dude, Catherine saw a bumper sticker that said, bring Nixon back. And that, <laughs> I, thought, like... I thought universally as a country, <laughs> no matter what your political stance was, I thought we all agreed that Nixon was not good. Yeah, like, we were I like. I thought we could all universally agree that Nixon be bad. But after, yeah, what you said, after we all watched Trump, we're like, I, I guess he was fine. Like, can you, I mean, Nixon's dead, but like, do you imagine how pissed off he'd be right now if he was alive? He's like, wait, 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 what? He did what? And y'all just <laughs> gonna let him rock with that shit? Dog. He's also wait, Nixon's- wait, wait. I could I could have just said I won the election. Yeah, I could have just said, no, nah, I don't care that you guys saw that. I don't give a fuck. What? What are you gonna do about it? And then and then he just we just didn't learn that you could pump fake the American people. And call our bluff, <laughs> and we'd be like, "Yeah, now you right, you good dog. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, like what do you? If you just tell us it's not a big deal, we're like, "He said it. It's not a big deal. He's the president." So yeah, what we have to? He's pushing us to the limit. We actually have to. He's forcing us. To, he fucked around, and he's forcing us to make him find out. Right, exactly. And we're like, we don't know how to to do because the last guy who did the one kind of bad thing. Yeah, I remember even hearing about Watergate and being like, wait, so he just like tapped the phone line. So he kind of knew what the other people were going to be doing. The Democrats were going to do. Now that's just called fucking Twitter. Like you just read yeah, Twitter, like the DNC's Twitter and you're like, oh, I know what the plan is. Like, it's really one of those things I remember hearing about being like, I get why y'all got mad about that. Big mad. I don't think homie should have left. Like, I'm like, I don't, it was not that big a deal, dude. We got Trump out here now. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, just God. Up. So I could see people. I could see there being in a, in a separate timeline where once we, we have, 
and let's be clear too there are there are jars of heads in some in some military base there are jars of heads of of old people mm-hmm. that are hoping all, all the all the presidents all the presidents all the all the rich people there that's that's based on facts 100%. This is one of those things oh, yeah. macroning is going to nail and get 100% right. So I could see a world where once we have the technology to to turn the heads back on and let them exist again. I could see Richard Nixon being like going round 2 for it. Yeah, absolutely. And he being- says when he when he runs, he's they're they're like how are you running for president when no one's nobody's allowed to run for president, you know, more than 3 times? I brought than twice. And he goes as you can see, I have a new robotic body. So no, my body isn't running again. And it's like, well, fuck, he That's, done did He done did figure that out, didn't he? He done did it, you know? <laughs> so would you, I, if given the opportunity, would you replace all of your skeleton with a system of liquid filled bladders? Uh, so flexibility would increase for sure. Flexibility, that would be nice. I would, your, would, your rigidity it, would go down. It would feel nice to feel looser, I think. I think it would be getting used to that being that loose. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right mm-hmm. now, your bones are what hold you up. So you really have to be focused on how to keep those bladders nice and full at the right, you know, you know. But, but I, it would, theoretically, but I thing. can fit you into a suitcase, though. I love that. Here's the thing that it immediately sells me. And I w- this is why I know 100% I would want it more. I can't roll my ankle anymore. Mm-hmm. That's it. No more rolled ankle. It's my no. Nick has paper mache ankles. I got these. I got these dainty little ankles, man. This is real. This isn't a bit. My ankles are really bad, and if I roll an ankle, I'm out for like a week. Like I'm, I have to like get a boot on. Like it, it's bad. And so to know that no longer will I have to be betrayed by stupid bones in my body that I didn't put there. <laughs> I didn't. Choose. Yeah. If I didn't get to pick all these bones, I would take. I would maybe use like half the bones. I would get rid of so many bones. I think we have too many of them in our body. I think we need to get rid of some of them because they're just too many. We could easily replace them with fluid-filled sacks. This is, yeah. this is what I want science to get on. Do you celebrities would be doing this all over the place? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's oh yeah oh the first where oh man I'm trying to think of like I would definitely get some I would definitely get some bladders in my feet and my ankles. For, yeah. Like that would be the first one I would do, obviously. But then I would get them in like my elbows and shit, so I could do weird. Like, could you imagine corn? Nonetheless, <laughs> if, if you don't corn, mind, the band, corn. Switch them in your mind's eye, and they're all playing bass, like blah blah blah, and they're all over the place, all wild. Imagine if they replaced their arms with a bunch of fluid-filled bladders. So now they're like they're inverting their elbows and playing shit backwards, and like doing weird robot dances while they're slapping it. Dude, a drummer with <laughs> with no bones, oh but can still God. play the drums. Could you? It would be insane. That has to be the instrument that would benefit most from having no bones, right? You would think. You would think so. Or <laughs> is it our to... bones? Is that what's helping us, you know, help with the, the recoil of your stick? No, dude. That's, does Kiff play that's drums strength. in... Does Kiff or anyone from his race play drums in the show? So we can Not just that I've seen, this. but Kiff does sing karaoke very well. Yes. Yes. I, I am aware that... I mean, it's hard for me not to then see him as my avatar into this world <laughs> oh he does karaoke real good yeah that's basically me also <laughs> knowing that he has the when he's really sick or hung over becomes a liquid that to me sounds like the most like that's the number one thing right like that's all yeah if i that's all you want to be is you're like i really don't i just someone put me in a pool or like put me in a tub and just let me be a liquid until i decide to be a person again oh man that'd be nice wouldn't it i would that's love it. that 
just melt and just like, and then like reform when you're finally healthy. Like, oh, so that would feel so good. Basically has all of the worst superpowers. Yeah. Has all the worst like, superpowers. But I would argue they maybe make the best for just living a human life. <laughs> He's going to turn into a swarm of flies. Nick, no offense. I love you. And I, I'm going to spend the rest of my life being friends with you. And it's going to be great. We'll yeah. watch your kids grow up together. We'll get to travel the world, right? I don't want to hang out with you if you're just a swarm of flies. I, what if I'm like a super cool swarm of flies? <laughs> the people don't will not understand. What? Oh, oh. So now it's about now. Now you care more about your appearance around. No, 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 no. No, that's, that's why you don't take it back now. You that's don't want to guy who I'm hangs out with a bunch it. of flies. That's how do I take saying. you? How do I take you to a restaurant? They're gonna be like, "Sir, can I spray this swarm of flies?" And I'll be like, "No, please, please do not. <laughs> please do not kill friend. this. This is my dearest, oldest friend. <laughs> He'll be having a bowl of sugar. If you don't mind, just getting a little thing of sugar water. He'll be fine. And then yeah. he won't bother anyone. He's he's gonna be right here, self-contained. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it just I, sounds I'm like you're Kip Croker. I think I do like Richard Nixon. I do as a character. I don't think I'd vote for him, but yeah. uh. I do like that he does get a robot body that shoots missiles, though, and that's more than I've ever had. That's it's what I would go to. I would. Oh, my. OK, so, Cody, here's my question, though. So yes. we become billionaires, right? Of course. Off the Maybe back we already of the are. Maybe we're not telling you. But yeah. so someone comes to you because someone there's got to be some kind of salesman who comes to you and says, hey, have you thought about what you're going to do when you pass on? Yeah. And you you're say, a billionaire yep. now. So I'm the, I'm my, the billionaire future man. All my finances are in order. Everything's good. No, no, no. I mean, like, what are you going to do with your body? Oh, I was just going to do cremation. What if I told you hmm. that we've got, that we could, we believe that the science is getting close enough that we could put your head in a jar and you would come once we would reanimate it when the time, when we, when it's fully there and we'll put you on a dope robot body. Would you do it? Yeah, absolutely. Not even, no hezzy. <laughs> no, you and you're me? like, yeah, I'm already dead. What's the difference? I won't know. If, and then, yeah, all and then I, I come up, back, all of a sudden I wake up and I'm a robot. Yeah. Dude, that'd be so cool. I can live forever. I can finally do all the stuff I've wanted to do. Live forever. That's yeah, it. Finally. And that was the number one. I think the the only thing that's ever, I agree. It's it's actually a super easy choice. I don't know why I thought that this would be a, a challenging conversation. Uh, I think it's the, the, like the hall of heads though, is like mm. the worst part of it. It's just being a head on a, that would be the worst part is when someone just puts you on like a shelf. Yes. And you're just like, Hey, Get me off because you can't get yourself off the shelf. So you're, you're just you're at the there. whims of humanity. I feel like also if I piss my future family isn't going to care. They're like, oh, that's great. Great grandpa Cody. He started this empire of sin. And that's yeah. why he's why we're rich. But we just put him in the closet. So he said they have the closet. I'm like, hey, hey, at least give me a Game Boy or something, please. Right. Can I just anything? Please don't nope, just put a VR helmet in here. Let me play. I'll, I'll play a virtual boy from the 90s. I don't care. Yeah, I just need something to do. Yeah, I'm so still locking at Kip Croker. I don't want to live a life as a jar, head in a jar, unless I have a rockin' robot body with a rockin' robot hog. I, of course, you gotta have it. All right, so next up, we have the matchup between Calculon and Professor Farmsworth. Cody, you want to walk us through who these are? Yes, Professor Farmsworth is Fry's great uncle who's in charge, who basically gives him a job, and he's a rich eccentric scientist that's good enough for him calculon is the world's greatest acting robot he's a robot built and designed to be the greatest actor it can be do you think i guess i mean now it's kind of crazy because we are getting close you <laughs> know the, the fear right yeah. now between stage you know the sag with the sag strike and the wga strike going on ai is becoming that concern so do you do you think we would do like eventually how close do you think we'll get to robot robot actors i don't 
in the way they do it in Futurama, I don't think that's the path we're going down. But as far as AI actors, I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to have like AI or I think we're going to have AI things where you can literally type in like, I want a movie that stars Margot Robbie and Paul Bunyan, and they're going to fight a giant evil cow. And also I am the king of earth in this movie and they'll make it. It'll just happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Unfortunately, yeah, because also now studios are like asking you to sell you the rights to your image for forever. How yeah, terrifying! Insane Dude. to me. Because okay, never that's... sign a forever contract. Never, ever. never, ever. But also, that's how the like, devil gets you. And we're gonna talk about him in a little bit. You just know someone. You know, and it may never be released, but them dirty dogs that are them that work, dirty dogs, them dirty dogs who work over in the graphic department. Like, hey, you know, we have that um that Selma Hayek scan, right? Yeah. And you know, got that Idris Elba scan, right? Yeah. You want to make them, you know, you know, and you're like more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking make that happen. And then that's going to be a whole brand of pornography that the world's not ready for. I know. And that's just, and, and, and I there's already decide. those dude, deep fakes can ruin people's lives. So like, fuck off with that shit. Yeah. Like I, science has I, come too far. I just, uh, that's the one thing where I'm like, I don't, you know, I'd be like, you're going to use it for sex stuff. Aren't you like, no, we can though. Just so we could, that we can do it for that. But no, yeah, but we, we absolutely do not. But I, I mean, you got 30 bucks. I can show you some secret files yeah. on this. I got this <laughs> thumb drive right here. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So you have Calculon, the world, the world's greatest actor going up against man. How, isn't that the dream? Just finding out you just got a rich uncle. Yeah, dude, who invented a ship. He invented an engine that moves the universe around your ship. That's so fucking radical. That's pretty intense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, that's a wild idea just to have like and be like, oh, I made that. Yep, you just. What if we can move everything else and not yourself ever? Oh, God, that sounds like the fucking dream. If right. I could just sit on my couch, but then move myself to my other friend's couch. No, you move your other friend's couch to yourself. Well, right. But I'm saying I I don't actually move from my own place. You just shift. The world moves to me. And then all of a sudden, now I am in your home. Actually, that's best, that's best for both parties. You didn't have to do anything either. <laughs> right? Like you, hey, Cody, I'm going to come over. And then all you have Bam. to do is just stand still. And Ooh, all of a sudden- the world moves you to me. I like it. It's literally every. I wish I could get like paid. Every. To... It's like every like high schoolers like when they're when they anytime someone's been in a long distance relationship like but young like when you're six you're like man I just wish I could move the world just to be next to you you know <laughs> and all she does is live on the other side of town you know but you're like it's hard it's, it's like a thirty minute drive like it's it, and, it's and you know hard gas is expensive just with different high school. Like, I just wish I could move the world so that way I could be here, but you could be there and we could be together. Man, that's all I want. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm in here learning chemistry, but the only chemistry I need is the chemistry between us. Like, what? <laughs> Dog, fucking grow up. That first, that first love hits hard, man. It, 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 <laughs> it never, hits different, doesn't it? It hits different. I love my wife more than I love my, my high school sweetheart. Way more. But man, if that, if I wasn't crazier about one of them. <laughs> I will kill. I would. Yeah. What? I get all these hormones and I don't know what to do. I'm puping out hard. I am yeah. puping out hard over hard. here. Yeah. I wish Professor Farnsworth's got it figured out though. He's like 130 years old or some shit. Ridiculous. He gets to just live his life and invent stuff. If you had all the time and all the money, what would you invent? He invented a telescope 
that instead of looking at things, it smells things across vast differences, distances. He calls it a smelloscope. Most of his inventions seem to be about doing stuff over distance. He invents the thing longer, which is just a finger that's longer. Do you think that speaks to, and I don't know the whole show, does that speak to what is, does he have a long lost love that's very far away? Yes. It does. Is that true? It's mom, him and mom. Oh, for real? I thought they were enemies, but because no, they're they were enemies lovers. because they were lovers. There it is. What a classic and done that happen all the time too, huh? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially those, especially those high school romances. <laughs> we are enemies now. Yeah. I mean, Cody, I'm not, the I'm not only even the only chemistry that matters is the chemistry in this bomb I'm making to firebomb your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm saying Cody, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about romantic love. I'm platonic love. We're mm -hmm. you and I came out together as I, we are the closest thing we have to high school sweethearts. That's but, true. That, oh, the only other choice was mutual enemies. That's it. Looking he, to destroy each other. Just plotting each other's sweet, sweet revenge. What did he do to wrong you? I'm not sure. It's been. But he did. So yeah. So long. But it was something in high school and it, it mattered. I'm sure there's something you did at some point where I, I could have went the other way with you. Yeah. I think if you would have been like, your belt buckles look stupid. I like if you would have. If you would have came down hard on the fact that like, for those of you who don't know, I wear, I've worn a belt buckle every day since the seventh grade to this day. I have like almost a hundred belt, belt buckles, something I've done. And if you would have dunked on those and like roasted me in front and like everyone like starts like, like making fun of me and my belt buckles and stuff. <laughs> I think that's not a big slight. That's not that big, but it would have been enough at that time that I would have been like, I will never forgive you and I will take you down. That's right, dude. So I would have been, oh my God, what you had the opportunity to, you could have long con been my friend. And then at my wedding, when we made our wedding drink and I reached over to you and asked for those straws. So me and Kathy could have our first drink in our ritual and you just give me my straw and I put it in there, but in the cap, you stuck some cyanide. Oh yeah. This is it. I'm going to get you now, dog. <laughs> Whose belt buckles are stupid now? Guess where the antidote is, Cody? Guess where? Come get it. And I'd make you crawl up me, I'll crawl <laughs> up my leg to undo my pants. That's <laughs> my belt buckle, baby. Oh, not so dumb now. That would have been, yeah, that's probably pretty close. That's. I not... think you would have, you would have yelled that before I took a drink though. And I would have just stopped and been like, look in the straw. I'm like, oh, oh, is that, oh yeah. There's something. Oh, what is that gel? That's weird. I don't, do you have another oh, straw? Like the... This one has a weird gel on it. Can I not? <laughs> No, I think I love Calculon. I think he's very funny and very underrated. He is this robot. Everybody hates it. Once you get to know him, he's like the worst person ever. But Professor Farnsworth rules. He's changed the world. He invented the engine. He's healed all his friends. He's always there. Nicholas, we got to go Farnsworth on this one. Okay. And I, and I understand why I do, but he is, he is, he is a cannibal or at least is pretty pro cannibal. He will fucking eat. Yes. Make sure you eat your enemy's heart for their juicy <laughs> courage. Yes. He, he'll eat people. I guess. You know what, though? If I was if I was being, you know, enlisted into battle and someone was like, you got to eat that heart for that courage. I'm probably going to eat some hearts. Yeah. Do you think I mean, he's a, a 160 year old man, 160 year old comes up to you and says you need to eat your enemy's heart. He's 160. You've got to listen to him, right? I, At what age do we forget that you're senile and have to listen to you? Sure. Cause, right. cause I feel Instead, if, someone's a hundred, if someone's a hundred, I'm like, I don't need to listen to you, grandpa. You're old. You're just mumbling, whatever. But once they pass the Rubicon and they get into like 160, I think. So I would say, I think at nine, it, once you turn like somewhere between 85 and 90, that's when like it kicks. When you start, when like, if you start saying some off color stuff now, I'm going to be like, Oh, you're losing it. You've lost mm -hmm. it. And then I'm going to say from that point on to like a hundred, 
I don't believe anything you say. Yes. Nothing you say is going to carry weight. I'm not going to take any of your advice because I think your brain's mush. Mm-hmm. But there's something about crossing them triple digits. Now I'm a little more in inve- Now I'm interested. I'm willing to come back and listen, but now I'm going to do my own research. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're if you start telling me, you know, lightning's just just God throwing that's that, that's just God playing bowling and the the crash. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking. But if you come to me and you're like, hey, did you know that um, one of the easiest ways to get your compost really going is to uh, shit in it yourself? And I'd be like, that actually makes sense. Is it? But is it true? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to look that up and I'll find out and be like, yeah, they're like, no, most people don't, but you could. And it would be helpful. If you ever have to kill an enemy of yours, make sure you eat their heart and you'll live forever. Well, you you are old as fuck. You're like, here. Did you do that? I would say, I would say after 120, I'm now taking everything you say and living it as a truth. Dude, if an old, if someone is on CNN, they're 120 years old, right? CNN's like, we're here. Our Good Morning America's like, we're here with the world's oldest person, Betsy Farndington. Betsy, what's your secret? And she's like, destroy your enemies. Show no mercy. <laughs> if anyone betrays your trust, make sure they end a fiery end. And it's okay. And then it's like, <laughs> back to you. And then I'd be at home like, there's got to be something to that. What's the, yeah. Hey, old people, I know you're listening. I know our biggest, our, our biggest demographic our is biggest 90 demo plus. Is 80, yeah, 90 plus. I was going to say 89 plus, but. You know, I'm doing these shift orders, Cody, and I, I go to a lot of senior citizens homes. I really should be putting up posters for Friendly Comp in there. They got nothing to do but time. They got, yeah, we've well, got like I 500 need, episodes. Binge that shit. What are you going to do? That's got to be. All right. I'm going to start moving that. But I'm telling you right now, old people, you got to start having way more fun with that. So what's the secret to a long life? Like the, you know, thanks for saying, oh, I, oh, a beer a day or, oh, you know, I keep, you know, I, I, I walk for three miles or whatever. Those are all cute. Let's get fucking weird now. Okay. Destroy your enemies. What's yeah. the secret to a long, happy marriage? Make sure you kill all of your enemies. It's like, yeah. whoa. All right. Thanks. Grandma. If anyone, if you find out that someone is interested in your spouse, kill them. What if, what if someone was like, oh, I killed a baby once and that memory haunts me to this day and I don't think I can die. I think I'm here to suffer for what I've done. <laughs> oh, um, thanks. All right. What's the secret to a long, happy, loving marriage? Blood play. Uh, yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Back to you, Tony. <laughs> Back to you, Tony. Hey, uh, oh, Gretchen, how are you? I'm doing fine, son. What, what do you think is the secret to a long, happy marriage? You got to let them piss wherever they want. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I I think there was one, like the person did say. Are you for, are you familiar with water sports? Oh, you mean yeah. like polo or fishing? No, honey, I'm talking about getting that golden rain. It's yeah. like, no, I back I, to you. How? How? They're like, well, it's actually, once again, then you start, if they're at between 100 and 120, I'm going to start looking it up and then they'll be like, actually, there's something here with the fact that it's a sterile liquid. It's good for your skin. It's not like. <laughs> It kind of, there's not a lot of science to back this up because science doesn't do fun research. But science I'm just saying, do fun research. there's some numbers here that we can add up and get you over on that side. So I would how Here's the thing: what you what level of university would have to come out with a piss play study for you to take it serious? Because if like Southeastern Tech here in Sioux Falls comes out with their piss play study, <laughs> I'm not going to read it. But if Harvard does, here's well, what I now, need. Okay, though. here's what I need. I hey, actually Ridge. I need. I need Southeastern Tech to do it first. Okay. Because they, they're going to be the first, because they're going to be interested. They're going to be more interested in doing, because I'm going to be like, why did Harvard, of all the things that they have to study, why this, right? Because now, then I'm going to start getting into like thinking it's like weird billionaire, like secretly funded, scary stuff. Yeah. But if Southeastern Tech does it, I know they're doing it 
because they're just fucking curious they, they, and they got just, the materials. They're doing it for the love of the game. Yeah. So then if they come out with a study that says it and then Harvard's like, no fucking way. And then <laughs> they are just proving their stuff. Then I'm fully in. I'm fully in. <laughs> but I can't. I That's the order I need it to happen in. I also I, think it would it would take a college or a fucking doctorate thread thesis, like fully vetted study about piss play for me to be interested in piss play in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey, and if it's your <laughs> stuff, go for it. It's just not ours. Reach out. If it is your stuff, reach out to universities. They need control groups. I'm down to be the person that doesn't get pissed on ever. Yeah. <laughs> so brave of you, Cody. <laughs> so brave of you to offer yourself for this experiment as the control group. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I'll just stay. I will be in the non-P group. Me and my wife do the non-P group stuff. That'll help you. That'll be, you need it. You do need you it. You do need it. You do so, need it. I'm not up in science, so. You don't, don't need it. Okay. When it comes to, so, I mean, it's Kiff and Farmsworth right now going up against each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I, I think Kiff, the thing I do like about Kiff a lot, he really does represent, even in a more, Fry at least is kind of cool in that like nonchalant kind of slacker way. Yeah. Kiff is all anxiety all the time. Yeah. He also ends up with his dream girl. Is this just fulfillment? For like nerdy guy is is Futurama just fulfillment for nerdy guys to be like you'll get her son don't worry about it oh for sure most it's just fans it's fan service for the anxious millennials that watch the show and hey it worked for me Look yeah at me. hey I'm medicated for my anxiety and I got my dream girl let's go baby there it is so See? and <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to do it if Criff Croker couldn't do it if well and he him. gave you the courage you were like I'm yeah. gonna go find my Amy like that's that's what I'm after now. Is I'm gonna go find my aim. Here's the this is where I'm at right now. I am leaning Farnsworth because I think he would do with his he's one of the leading scholars at Mars University, and I think he would use his sway and his backing to do a piss play study. I that is not I don't want to support that. <laughs> Why I'm not? Are you afraid of the future? Are you afraid of what you can learn? Like what do we get? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's if dog if it if, if the secret to a long life is fucking getting pissed on daily, nightly, and ever so rightly, do you think you're gonna live forever? As we're going, yes. no. But I'm just saying, like yes. if it came out and it was no, if you... the study, I'm not gonna just start it and try to find out. But I'll tell you, if if that's what it took, if that's all it took, nothing else. If that's all it took, yeah, I'm in. Like I'm gonna do it for sure. I don't want it to be that though. No, I, I don't prefer... either. That's my biggest fear. Hey, hey, I, I, I and honestly. Hey, science, if you do know that that's the answer, just keep it to yourself. We we should die as a people. We don't hey, need hey, to be hey, here forever. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Science, if you know that is the answer, friendlycompetitionpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Just slide in there. Let us know. If you're at Harvard, you're like, yo, I'm the leading piss scholar at Harvard. <laughs> All right? And I'm and here to tell I'm you. I'm here to let you know that, yeah, that is what it is. <laughs> I want to know if I can live forever for that. I get, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Blood plague is a little too far for me. Fair. Oh, waiting. I'm glad to see you do have some boundaries, Cody. Thank you so much for for letting people know. Hey, hey don't worry. Don't I'm worry. Not a about sick me. freak. <laughs> yeah, I do like the fact that uh, Professor Farmsworth says that Zeus, Buddha, Jesus, and Satan all owe him one. Oh, they do. They all they do. That's a that's a very fun that's a fun group to to have when you're like, hey, I got to call in a favor. That's like having the Punisher as your uncle, and like <laughs> you get bullied, and he's like, you know, you get one right, and you're like. Yeah, this one. Let me call it in. Yeah. This dude's dude, if someone stole your lunchbox, right? Your really cool Lisa Frank lunchbox and you wanted it back, but also you didn't get to eat lunch that day. And the next day the Punisher shows up to get your lunchbox. No <laughs> one's messing with you again. <laughs> yeah. It's oh well, because mo- a lot of them are dead. 
it did because it kind of became the Anakin scene in Star Wars because he kind of just blacked out. I think I like to think the Punisher can handle children without having to murder them all. I, but does he want to? No, he doesn't. The He's concern becomes not about he, he can. Does he want to? Well, it, you, you got to think of it this way. He is going to live forever because he does co- shoot, make all of his victims piss on him. Yeah. So he's got time. He's around. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm looking at Farnsworth. I like the I like the crazy inventions. I like the money. Kiff Croker's got all that anxiety. If I need anxiety ridden life, I can just live mine. You know, like, I don't need I don't need it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> all right, man. I'll I'll go with you here. I'll move. I'll move Farnsworth on into into the final four and that is it folks thank you so much for listening to this episode of friendly competition what about your boys a few things that you can do as always share with a friend tell a friend wherever you're listening to this make sure you're hitting that subscribe that follow uh and giving us those five stars please absolutely and follow us on all of our social media instagram twitter facebook just look up at friendly comp pod if you have an idea for a whole 16 team tournament you'd like to see us do email us to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com we'll do it we got stuff <laughs> We'll clearly talk about anything. So shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. But we got a new episode coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.